0: Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast with me, your host, Danny Kennedy, and you're listening to episode number 62. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode and today we are going to be joined by the founder of Progression Fitness Club, Ben Scoglia. Um We're going to be chatting about group fitness training. Uh, there's plenty of gems in today's episode so I look forward to, uh, to sharing today's interview with you guys. Alright guys, I'm here today with the founder of Progression Fitness, Ben Scoglia. So Ben, thanks heaps for joining us today, man. Thanks for having me. No problem at all, mate. Um, so, guys, as I mentioned in the intro, Ben um, is the founder of Progression Fitness, um, a group training, um, personal training business, I guess. So, Ben, to kick things off, mate, do you want to give us a bit of a timeline about, um, you know, from when you started Progression to where it is now, kind of where you started and, um, and what you're doing with it today? Yeah. So, uh, I started Progression as a single location at the TAN, um, it's an
1: outdoor fitness group with 20 people um, in 2008 so coming up to nine years that we've been operating for um, so started in 2008 as a uh, single location over the next seven years up to 2015 built up to eight locations and 22 sessions a week um, all in Melbourne all in Melbourne yeah, yeah. Um, had had a little stint in Sydney sorry. Not all in Melbourne, but had yeah. a little stint in Sydney for three years um, where we had three locations up there. Um, it was pretty, pretty tough commuting back and forth. That, so that, um, that so was my short. you were going really to Sydney? I went up, set it up. Yeah. Um, I went up there for a month, um, got out of Melbourne for a winter yeah. and, uh, Perfect. and set it up. Um, set up a, a group at the Domain, um, North Sydney and Centennial Park, yep. um, and then employed trainers on to run it um so i'd go up and sort of manage it from afar um and that was that was challenging um you couldn't couldn't really maintain the quality that i'd like managing staff and whatnot yeah yeah um so that, that was three years it was good we had we probably i think we got up to about 60 members across the three locations in sydney um so that was that was a success in one sense um it was just too much management yep yeah, and uh, and also to manage the locations down here as well, and, and try and grow the Melbourne brand. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, so, uh, two thousand and thirteen, sort of the indoor concept was born. Yeah. Um, when I first started in two thousand and eight, it was really um, it was outdoor fitness was all the rage. Indoor fitness, there wasn't the boutique uh, clubs that are around now. Um, indoor, indoor was sort of a, a strength. Based program, not so yep. much as a, a high intensity um, option that you see today. Um, so the indoor concept was was sort of first thought of around 2013, but didn't uh, didn't really take off until 2015 when uh, when I, we we brought on myself and Olivia, my, my partner, brought on uh, Scott and Alex Pendlebury yep. um, as as business partners. Um, and yeah, 2015, the, uh, the indoor
0: center was born. And we we kicked it off on in January 2016. Awesome. And then, so what does that involve now? So for those that don't know what Progression Fitness um, Club do, like what are the services you guys are offering at the moment? So we we tried to
1: make it work with the outdoor. Um, and again, it was probably it was too much management of uh, of spreading our resources across indoor and outdoor. Yeah. Um, in progression fitness indoor is strength training, hit training. Um, we've got cycle, we've got yoga, and we still offer a running program as well. Yeah. Um, so what we wanted, we wanted the best, um, the best options cre- uh, under the one roof. Yeah. Um, so you don't have to have a yoga membership, a, a boxing membership, a, a hit membership, and strength. It's all at the one place. Um, we have forty classes a week um, and. We our, our niche market is a training club. We're not really a beginners. One one size fits all. It's a, it's a training club. It's yeah. a, it's an intermediate and an up. Um, we like to to um, market ourselves as for the for the fit people looking to step up and go, yeah. and go higher.
0: So yeah, for those of the, so for those of you that don't know, um, I am a trainer at um, Progression Fitness as well. And I think the biggest point of difference I found anyway compared to anywhere else I've train people out of is the um as you mentioned like the quality of training and the effort that the members put in it's almost like it's their i wouldn't say it's their profession but it's like their this this training is their sport type of thing yeah. so they come in and actually want to get something out of it book in for you know the same things each week type of thing and and aim to actually progress it's not just to tick the box off that they've been to the gym yeah fair to say that's very very true and that's i guess
1: that's the message that we've we've tried to um Instilling these people that um, like you can always train at a higher level. You put in the effort. You, you um, it's all about lifestyle as well. Like we yeah. we're, it's a pretty competitive um, mm. atmosphere. Um, not intimidating, but in, it uh, definitely competitive.
0: Yeah, sure. Sure. Um, so we're starting out. Uh, you mentioned it was obviously outdoor. Now you're indoor. What What were some of the struggles when you first started out? So I guess outdoor. We'll start with outdoor before you get to indoor. Yeah, outdoor. It was it was getting our message out there. Yeah.
1: Um, and like we we were really specific in what we wanted to do with our outdoor training. We wanted it to be a running boot camp. Yeah. Um, we didn't want to be. A group where you're stuck in the same patch of grass, training in a 50-metre square radius for, for the hour. We wanted it to be um, where you're moving around, where you're running six, eight k's in a session, yeah. um, you're training athletic, you're training... There's a lot of movement. Um, yeah. So getting our message out there um, and trying to attract the fitter market, mm. that was probably the biggest struggle, yeah. even up until today that's still our struggle is getting the right message out there um, yeah. to the right people and it, those, you don't have to get your message out to everyone, it's, it's just those, uh, your niche that's the key um, yeah. to, to speak to that niche and um, the social media has helped that a lot when yeah. we first started, social media um, wasn't as big as what it is today, there wasn't yeah. social media marketing like it is um, and that's really kicked things off um, for, for us and, and definitely helped the indoor 100% um,
0: yeah um, so what, what are some of the things that you think led to the success of it like you mentioned obviously your point of difference and bit of a niche having tr- people that are training that are a lot more uh, motivated and I guess um, goal orientated but do you reckon there's anything else that really that really kind of helps skyrocket it's almost like uh like you said it's a pretty it's a good community isn't it like mm. the people that are here want to be here um and i'd, I'd say you i dare say your retention is is relatively high with clients yeah retention's really high and
1: we've always been able to maintain that and i think a big a key element of uh, of our retention is um when when people train they know that the people around them are going to be pushing just as hard as them it's not really a um it's a it's a training environment, so you're going to be pushed, you're going to be competitive um, and that's I think that's what gets people through winter it gets people through years and and like we've got since 2008 we've still got four members that are with us from from that day so retentions really, really good yeah um, we it's, it's like-minded people. It's not, uh, you haven't got a very diverse
0: fitness range in the yeah. group. It's like-minded people. That's uh, that's a key element as well. Yeah. And when you started out, so before you even put together the outdoor, um, was there anything that you had in mind that you thought would kind of create a successful group training business? Obviously, it's, it's different to one-on-one PT where... You're bringing a client in, working on exactly what they want, and you really got to have good one-to-one communication skills. But like, is there anything that you had in mind that you thought that you, if you did that, then that would create like a successful business? Yeah, I did.
1: I um, I grew up playing footy and had a love-hate re- relationship with um, pre-season. Yeah, like I loved it. It was you get fit, shirts off, you yeah. tan up. It's it's hard work, but the feeling you get from being that fit, um, you just it, you fall in love with it. So. Yeah. Um, I wanted to create like a, a pre-season footy type culture um, where it's about hard work. It's not about fun as such. It's um, it's a hard-working culture. And yeah. that's what I wanted to bring to outdoor training. And that's why yeah. we did the, the, the running side of it. Um, and just the, we tried to lift the
0: standard of, of outdoor yeah. fitness, which I think we did quite successfully. Yeah, and like you said, like with, with the strength and stuff like that, like we focus massively on progressive overload and stuff like that. So it's not like they're coming in to tick off the box, they're coming in and saying, you know, three months ago I was squatting 60 kilos, now I'm squatting 80 kilos or, or something like that. Um, and even even things like we've got the, the in-body scans coming up soon, so it yep. gives them a good indicator of where they're at and where they can get to, and that's something that you try and push a fair bit, isn't it? It is, yeah, and with... Um... When people are training long term, you have to have these indicators
1: for them. Like it's easy just to get into the habit of training. You've been here for three months, four months, and you start to plateau out. So we bring in the in body scanners. We um, we'll do a sixty day winter challenge that keeps people engaged with what they're doing. Um, yep. Engagement such a key thing. Like you can you can cruise through, um, but without being pushed and having that engagement, it's uh, it's it's really it's a tough winter to get through, and it's a tough. Few months to get through over over these darker months. Yeah, if you had your time again, would you do anything differently? Uh, not really, not not as a whole. Um, I think you learn a lot from from failures. Like, see, I, I look at Sydney as it essentially failed because it hasn't con- it didn't continue and it's been it was three years. Um, but I looked at that and took a lot from it um, with how we we started the indoor mm. like. Um, so not really. I wouldn't do a lot differently. Um, it's probably more the micro changes that come up and you have to deal with it. Um, just those little things like hiring of staff, you can sometimes get that wrong and it really impacts yeah. your business as a whole. Um, just those little things that you can, you can learn from.
0: Yeah. Um, you mentioned staff there. So like a lot of the books and uh, podcasts and stuff that I listen to go into a lot of detail about how it's extremely important for the person at the top or the person with the vision to relay their their vision and their kind of, I guess, mission statement, I guess you would call it, to their staff to make sure everyone's on the same page. How important do you think communication is with your staff members? It's pretty important. Like, if if your staff, if you're not
1: going in the right direction or the same direction, um, it can really disrupt um, your vision, your goal, um, your club's motto. So communication with staff um is is a key element uh, of running a successful club what um what we want is what you want is honesty um you want to be able to tell someone that they're not putting in you want to be able to tell Mm. someone that uh it's they're letting the team down because essentially you want to create a a staff environment that is a team um and you want to have that honesty system if you're not doing the right thing or you're leaving weights out you want to be, be really open and and for that to not be a bigger issue than what it needs to be it's similar to a, a review system in in footy or in in any sport you want to have that open honesty yep. um yeah so stuff
0: uh being on the same page is, is, a, is such a
1: critical element
0: so yeah for sure what's uh for those listening so a lot of the members here are relatively busy people like corporates and, and all that type of stuff what, what's a go-to training session um, for someone short on time so let's say someone's got maybe 30 45 minutes at lunch time to get in a session what's something that you could recommend um, I'm I'm
1: old school so I love to see people putting in in absolute effort so I'm always going to be hit whether it's uh, yeah. intervals on hills whether it's uh, a, a set on the oval of 200s 400s whatever I'm always about the hit so I'd say get stuck in, go hard for short periods of time, short rest periods. Do it again, hit repeat, um, and get yourself sweating.
0: Yeah, awesome. Um, Now, obviously, the vision for progression fitness is um, is well on track after what we've just spoke about. Then, but what's the future plans? Is there anything anything that's kind of anything's in the works or something that you've got planned for the future? There is, yeah. There's uh, like we've. uh, We've seen pretty rapid growth for
1: the indoor, um, with classes currently probably running at about 80% capacity, so the next step will be to expansion, um, yep. we probably, which won't be more than sort of a year away. Um, we would ideally like to open up new markets as yep. well. Um, so there's, there's things Bombshell in the pipelines,
0: there. but uh, there's nothing to be revealed today. Nothing especially. to be revealed today. Maybe, <laughs> maybe in a future episode. So uh, for those that are listening that are in the Melbourne area um, that would want to come in and have a try of a session um, or even just come in and see what the sessions are like, what, how can they get in contact with you and what's the kind of process from being a non-member to becoming a member? Um, so we, we offer a four-class four free pass, so you can book
1: into any of our classes Um and to give you an idea of, of different classes we have, there's strength, boxing, hit, sweat class, um, sweat level two. So we've got an advanced level two yeah. class. Um, we've got strength and hit, um, cycle and yoga. So yeah. there's heaps of heaps of options. Um so you can do your four class pass after you do your trial um, and you want to get started there's we've got memberships um, so we've got annual memberships we've got month by month memberships um, and we've also got 4, 8, 12, 25 and 50 session packs as well so really lots of options to get started um, depending on how many times a week you want to train
0: yeah and what's the best way to get in touch through the um, website through Instagram the website or... yeah Instagram progression fitness club um, I'll put everything uh, all their contact stuff in the, the show notes anyway guys but yeah. So through the website, Progression
1: Fitness, um, check out the indoor page. Um, it's got everything you want to see in there, or what you want to find out. Um, you can also book your trial through that page as well.
0: Yeah. Cool. Another, I thought, uh, I guess another important thing to mention is although there is all these different. Um, I guess options for progression fitness indoor and outdoor um there is still a number of members that you know come in that obviously want to focus on strength and don't really care as much for cardio or the opposite or yeah. or whatever and that you still cater for all those people as well don't you?
1: we do yeah. yeah we've got um like I guess internal niches like some people just do yeah. strength strength program they can do yeah. we've got 13 strength classes a week mm-hmm. we've got um Twenty hit classes, um, so there's you can you yeah. can just focus on one area if you want.
0: Yeah, and strength in particular, guys. Compared to other gyms, even though it is you know we cap it at I think the maximum amount of people we have is twelve people. Um, so. You know even though it's a group session it is basically like a, a one-on-one pt like we're focusing on progressive overload compound movements um it's not a high intensity circuit class um it is a you know a traditional strength training session um you know and then you have your running sessions where it's just very varied and specific to a bit of you know long distance interval training sprints all that type of stuff as well so it's not just a come in and work your ass off at 45 to 60 minutes and leave feeling like you've done something like there is purpose behind every single class um so that's a really good point of difference but um ben thanks thanks so much for coming on the podcast today mate if there's any questions guys um either contact ben um through his contact details in the show notes below or contact me and i'll pass them on to ben but um if you're looking to come down come and give it a try uh percent. ben is there anything else you want to add mate no that's it thanks for having me no problems at all thanks for listening guys um hope you've enjoyed this week's episode if you're not subscribed to the podcast already please do Um, leave a review as well if you've enjoyed today's episode and um, we look forward to chatting to you guys in next week's show